We are live. Yes, yes. Welcome to the 175th episode of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. Jack Stucky. We are all here and it is my birthday week. (laughs) (laughs) How cute is Shayna? She sent me a gift. Like, no one has... Dutch, you have to make that face like, is she? You did. No, no, no. I was I, honestly, my reaction was to Garnett's thing because I was like, where is this from? I know this. I know this. I know okay. this. Okay. All right. Sure. I was about to say, don't try to play me. All right. <laughs> so Garnett has a background. What's your background, Garnett? I believe this is Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story. You know what's going it on. is. It is. I couldn't remember where I see it. You know, Woody, Buzz Lightyear. I was just going to say, I, I see Buzz flying through that wallpaper <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, but Shayna sent me a little gift. It was the cutest thing. It was like a, a cupcake decorating kit with a little Wonder Woman apron. Real, real sexist. Just put me in the kitchen. Cause no, you've been uh, getting your bacon on through COVID. <laughs> I saw all your stories. You was getting a little better. You made Easter treats and stuff. So I know. Them, took them into her job. I know, girl. I was just joking. I, I I've always loved bacon. I had an easy bake oven when I was like five. Do you have do you have an air fryer now? They say that's like the adult version of the easy bake oven. So I want one, but I don't have no space on my countertop. Okay. You better so, get one. Wait, those, those things are amazing. So I have a, I have an instant pot. So they have a lid for the instant pot to make it into an air fryer. But the lid is eighty dollars. You have to buy air fryer. Yeah. Hello, that's what I said. If I'm gonna spend eighty dollars, I'm gonna get the whole air fryer, not just the lid. So I was hoping somebody would buy it for me for my birthday. But <laughs> she putting that out there for everybody, right? Put it out there. <laughs> no one's gonna buy me nothing. Listen, I was I was soliciting my cash app on I social media, <laughs> and I got all I got was fifty dollars. <laughs> At least you got something. I was gonna say, hold on, is that from one person or like multiple? One person. That's oh. it. Shout Listen, out to it's them. fifty more you would have than what you would have had. Yeah, because Let- I would never donate to somebody's cash up on their birthday ever. What? Never. After Mina did it, I said I'm doing it because I've been debating, and after I saw it do it, I said I'm gonna <laughs> I would try it one more time. Do it on your actual on my birthday. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it, and that's gonna be my lead line. It's my birthday. Cash at me, (laughs) and I would see. I've been putting it out there, and I haven't gotten no money. I don't understand these people that put out their cash app and they say they get money from where. That just mean that they lying. This is proof. You (laughs) study right now. This is a case study, and they failed. They lying. I just thought the people that followed me are cheap. <laughs> Order like Jackson's not doing it. He's again. This is the thing though, real quick on that. People be out here and they'll show what they had for dinner last night. They'll show a trip that they've been on and then they'll turn around and ask you for cash up. You don't need it. It's for your birthday. <laughs> like, right. You just wondering I what to get me. Never. But I wasn't gonna get you nothing. <laughs> but you might see it and be like, you know what? I'm gonna say have five hours. Okay, try it. Mina, do it, do it again. So you can tell I, I did. Nice. I got fifty dollars. I've posted like at least three times already. And nothing. Oh, I only saw it the once. And I I so I'm having a Zoom party. Y'all all got the invite. 
Y'all seen it at the bottom of the invite, accepting donations. I did. I did. Nothing. I, I didn't see it. I saw that. I did. I see it. it. Like, I don't. I didn't get any donations. These are people I know. Like nothing. So it's not working out for me. I'm going to Jamaica next week. Oh, uh, <laughs> I needed it. First of all, where I'm staying is not all inclusive, Dex. So That's I need for her meal. <laughs> I need money for my Jamaica trip. <laughs> all right, let's get into what's in her feed. Uh, you know, we're talking about birthdays and life, but life is a part of a cycle. You know, it's death and life, and it all is part of one big ring. Uh, DMX's funeral and memorial service were this weekend. I just thought it was an incredible display and honor that they gave to this man. Everything from the stage, you know, the the way that the stage was set up and how they uh, paraded his body through Yonkers for the fans to really honor him. And the Rough Riders were there. And I just felt like it really encompassed his spirit, you know, and what he would have wanted. What did you guys get out of that? Yeah, I love the red, obviously, you know, I, it's funny because I know Kanye does the Sunday service or had done it, you know, quite a few times, but I really did enjoy the choir on a different level. I think, um, you know, I enjoyed some of the tributes and everything. And then the next day uh, during that service, I definitely enjoyed the moment between his ex-wife and his uh, fiance. Um, it was a little long, but you know, I definitely enjoyed it. Well, you know what they say? They say that Tashira is the head bee in charge out of all of them. Like oh, she's, the one, she's the one that manages all of them. There, there's like a hierarchy. You I'm, I'm hearing for in the baby mamas and and all of that going on. And Tashira is kind of like the one that be like calling the shots. Yeah. Which one is she? She's the first one. He was married she's to her. She's the ex-wife. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. I think my takeaway from it was the messaging. I think that even like we had. Caesar on like, and he talked about how his bond was with DMX. And I think you saw the echo with a lot of people that were talking. Like it was, it was kind of the same thing over and over and over. And I think when multiple people say the same thing, it's true. You know what I mean? Like everybody was praising him and talking about how he was always authentically himself. And I think that that speaks volumes about his character and who he was. I also loved the Swiss beats, um, his speech where he talked about kind of like talked about like fake love in a sense and people, they mm-hmm. say they have your back, whatever, but they haven't done anything for you. And I believe him when he says, I'm going to make sure his family's good. And I think that a lot of people in our in, in this industry, like the, the hip hop industry, they they do speak a lot about that. And not to call any names, but like people have been dying on their watch and they haven't done anything about it or taken care of their families that we know about. And to see and hear him say that, I thought that was like amazing. Um, I just really thought, you know, it just showed the impact that he left, you know, on us. It, it really just was a reflection of all of his hard work. Uh, actually, you know, I had family members that I saw, you know, that traveled up to New York that day just to, you know, be in the vibe and be in the energy and, you know, get a chance to experience that. So, you know, that's what kind of impact he really left, you know, to have people willing to travel to go be a part of that. So that was kind of like my takeaway is just really just him, just how impactful, you know, he really was to everyone. Mm-hmm. How about Kanye West, though, like for him yeah. to come and bring the choir and the energy that he he bought? I mean, I, I thought, I you know, when I read that Swiss was trying to get Kanye, I thought that was perfect. I mean, who else prays like DMX? 
Kanye. Well, I was gonna say, even even Kanye, the whole thing with this uh that's where I was, that's too, that's where I was going know, with this. And to your point, Dex taking care and really meaning it, taking care of the family. They said the shirts raised like already like a million dollars. Yeah, and you know, it's gonna go right to the family, like really just saying what you mean and meaning what you say and being there for a very large family. Um, but you know, I thought they thought that was nice. Not to 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 break up all of this, but I did also think it was funny when one guy because it just reminded me of everybody's funeral, every black funeral, when his one friend got on a program that yep. wasn't supposed to be on a program and the pastor had to get with him. It definitely made me feel at home too, because that's what you just see. Yep. And some of our funerals, like you are not on the program, sir. <laughs> and I, I was and I was gonna bring that up. Like, was that appropriate? I mean, I saw some chatter on social media saying this is his friend of 20 years, give him his chance to speak, but like were you really his friend because you weren't included in the program? <laughs> like, were you there? I mean, what did you guys make of it? Yeah, I, I just think it's more of a respect thing, whether it's your friend or not, or, you know, uh, you know, whether who's calling the shots, because a lot of cases he could have been his friend for 20 years. But if the person that's calling the shots don't know you, then why would I put you on a program? So it could have been a situation like that, but more so just, you know, respecting the time for what it is. So I probably wouldn't have done it. I just think it's a little hard sometimes to like manage your your emotions and what you do when, when you're in a state of mourning and then this was so publicized that it was just kind of like I need to get my two cents in there like I, I do agree that it probably wasn't the best time to do it but I also know like when the spirit moves you it moves you that's why I don't want remarks at my funeral I, I don't I don't even God, forbid, God forbid I go because I know because people like that and I don't want the program running on where my mom wants a whole Aretha Franklin. She was like, y'all got to come back the next day while people still give remarks, come back the next day. Look, I'm saying that on it's recorded right here. Put me in the air fryer and call it a day. <laughs> Damn. Air fry? That's crazy. The air fry, though. I can't talk about your wittiness, Dex. And I mean, you can talk, just when you go on your show and you be like, "My friend Dexter died. He was so witty," and that's it. Like, we you don't need to come to no funeral. It's it, leave it alone. It's over. I'm not. I'm not gonna talk about how he didn't want to cash at people money for the for their birthday. So I'm not gonna cash at it. Although he doesn't want to money my, money for his funeral. I'm not doing it, but I'm here. They gonna slander you at your funeral, Dex. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't want one because I know everybody's gonna do that. Everybody's gonna have a story just like that. That's why air fryer me, please. <laughs> uh speaking of slander, um Steve Harvey, no, Tyrese, no. Right. Okay, right, right. So um Tyrese shaves his girlfriend's wuha. And the girlfriend thought it was a good idea to capture it and put it up on social media. I don't know what's more disturbing, the fact that he's going down there and shaving her private or the fact that she thought it was appropriate to take pictures and document this and put it on social media. That girl, ill. You think there's a problem with him shaving her, her private area? Absolutely. I don't know if it's a problem, but Ooh. he's definitely brave because I don't have the steady hands for anything like that. Like, <laughs> Wait that a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dexter, you're shaving. You are opening up your girlfriend's legs and shaving her private area. I don't know if she would let me do that, but I wouldn't have an issue with doing it. Oh no, that's too close for comfort. Too close to what? Uh uh, you shaving my vagina? 
No, the same vagina that the man is going to be sticking his penis in and or eating. He can't shave it. That's ridiculous. No, that's like hygiene. That's like me wiping my booty. You can't shave my vagina. You can't wipe my booty. That, like you would wipe your fiance's booty. Well, I well you have to, same, but had, I would shave it. <laughs> if you had, like, my nephew was in a motorcycle accident, he couldn't wipe his butt, and the little girl that he ain't no longer with wiped his butt. <laughs> That's, that's why you're gonna be wiping that, the butt unless you're white. That, that's different. If someone can't, you suck it up and you get it done. But, I personally just would not have allowed him to shave me because I don't I I I'm not a razor down there person. I need to be waxed because if I razor, it's gonna cause all other kind of issues. But Shannon, oh. you don't wax yourself, do you? No, I let a person do it. Oh, okay. Not my not my my dude though. Talk about it. Thing was, that she put it out on social media. Everything ain't for everybody. That, now that, that, was, that was my biggest thing. Whether, <laughs> again, you're, what you're going to do in your relationships is what you're going to do. But that is a private moment. Because again, to your point, I'm not at the wax place like, oh, getting, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's a private moment. Some of them do. Some of them definitely be like fresh wax. People do that? Yeah, I guess I'm going to send screenshots to the group. They definitely don't. They don't show anything, but they be like fresh wax. So, you know, it just got done. It's just shocking to me like that. Y'all won't because most people shave themselves. I know, but I just there's something about I there's something about grooming myself that I just mm. cannot allow a man do for me. Like I, I need to groom myself. I'm not going to let you go down in this private area and groom me like because you, you don't trust him. I think I, I would shave a guy. I would not allow him to shave me, though. So it's basically being comfortable. It's a comfortability thing, but you don't think it's gross for like Tyrese to do that? No, I, I, I think I'm, I'm like more so like, girl, why would you allow your man to do this? Like, I get a man being okay with doing it, but like, you gonna let your man shave your vagina? Come on! I, nervous. I honestly would have been nervous too, just because you know sometimes don't you know depending on what shaver he might nick you like if you not I just I would have been right. actually just nervous now because you know, y'all hands is different than our hands yeah you know you're supposed to shave the hair a certain way he going against the right. grain like no would y'all feel different if y'all found out that Tyrese was a barber. <laughs> Oh, go cut someone's that hair. Hair is still different. That my, is different. It's my vagina. What are you like? The only thing you should be doing down there is pleasuring me, not grooming me. Like that is for me to do. I don't, 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 I don't understand. Because like we know everybody's area down there is a little different. Sometimes there's like some overlap. So that's what I'm just saying. I would just be too nervous to let somebody like just, yeah. I would feel highly uncomfortable. You down there with the razor spreading and getting the little hair. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like you spreading stuff, trying to get the hair right it on, funny right on the labia, like, like <laughs> popping up in the recording between her legs. That was just weird. It was all weird. I don't know who Tyrese think he is. I think <laughs> who did Tyrese think he is doing this? It's oversharing. It's TMI, and it's just, to me, like, girl, why would you allow your man to shave you? I just don't understand it. But, hey, whatever works in their relationship, that's not going to work for me, though. <laughs> Listen, I'm not letting you wipe my booty unless I can't do it myself. I'm not letting you shave me. I'm not. That, no. <laughs> 
disgusting. But I say wipe my booty. You need to make sure that's the person staying in your life. If I'm wiping your behind, you ain't never leaving me. <laughs> your, ne- your nephew, <laughs> your nephew would have had to get into another car uh, motorcycle. <laughs> if I was that girl. It's no way I'm wiping anybody's butt, and, and you don't marry me. Like literally, you should. Yes. I'm sorry. We we like this. If I'm wiping yeah. your behind, we're stuck for life. Dexter, ask your fiance if she would allow you to shave her. She Garnett, I know she right, wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. A, a respectable woman will be like, I let me do this. You gonna let your man go in there and spread them and shave? Like, no. He might I, be nice. I'm telling you. Ask and your girl, you Garnett. I'm telling you, you might be Nick down there. Somebody might be nice. He, look at you. You laughing. You be laughing. Going up and next thing you know, she's like, oh, <laughs> you putting the razor in the wrong place. I got a yeast, I got a yeast infection the next right. day. <laughs> like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> putting all kinds of bacteria all up in there that don't belong in there. Hey, rinse the razor right. Right. Now I got an infection because you shaved my vagina. Didn't even wipe it down afterwards. Like, no. All right. And more uh, messiness, Steve Harvey. And this is an old interview that all of a sudden went viral on TikTok. And now everybody's talking about this. Steve Harvey saying that he cannot be friends with a woman. Now, the woman that was interviewing him, she was on C. She's on. This is a CNN interview. She's like, well, because you have a wife. He's like, it's not even because I have a wife. But he says that men that are friends with women it is because the woman will not allow anything more and the man will continue to be her friend in the case that there's a little slight chance that he might slip up in there one day and then they they won't be friends anymore. And he doesn't believe that men can be friends with women. This is not the first time he said this, you know, but it's gone viral. Can are men really friends with women like is there something in the back of the head where you're waiting for her to be single or you guys to be together? That actually, to me, I feel like that that's just a really extreme point to try to make, but it's also when you, when you're meeting people, what are your intentions from the beginning? What is, what is your mindset? Cause I have, so you telling me, that all of the women at Steve Harvey know he's not friends with. He don't talk to them at all. I don't believe that that's true. He has to talk to them. He he should consider them friends. Uh, am I right? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think he's saying- you consider I, your level of friendship, I guess, to your point. So, I mean, yeah. So uh, at that point, I mean, I, I, we all, you know, we meet a lot of people and that's called networking. That's usually the first thing in my mind. A lot of times when I'm meeting a woman, especially in a business setting, it's not a sexual attraction. It's business. It's, hey, you know, we're going to talk about business and then also get to know each other on a friendship level and keep all the time. Uh, when when those are my attentions. Yes. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Mina. I'm not waiting on Mina. To yeah, but like every time you meet a woman in a professional setting, you never think about them sexually. I find that hard to believe. I find it very hard to believe. You worked at a cell phone store. That's it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm working, bro. I'm working. But wait a minute. You have to separate friendship from an acquaintance, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, when you casually, you know, when you casually communicate with someone, that's an acquaintance, right? A friendship is someone that you communicate with, that you call, that you talk to, that you text, 
you know, like on a frequent basis. Are, are all these women your friends or are they your acquaintances? Like, have you ever had a friend where in the back of your mind you and you got a girlfriend? So I don't know if you're going to say be honest, but you never you never had a friend like me in the back of your mind. You're not waiting for something to slip yeah. up me to be a little drunk so you can run up in my mouth. I'm never that guy because my intentions would have been honest up front. What am I waiting for? Okay. <laughs> like, so, 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 so Steve Harvey may be talking about him personally. I feel like if he's saying personally, if that's how he is, but to just generalize all men as that is like, no, that that's not the case because you can't control yourself around a woman. That's on you. I I have to disagree with what Garnett is saying. I don't, I, I get where he's coming from, but I don't think that that's, I don't agree with it. I do think that Steve Harvey is coming from a specific mindset. Like this is, it's a very old school mindset too. Like I have uncles, uncles who would say that exact same thing, word for word, what Steve said, like men are not supposed to have female friends. And I'll have aunts that'll say it too, but for different reasons. But I have uncles that'll literally tell you men are not supposed to have female friends because the only thing they're going to, you're going to want to have sex with them. And like, for me personally, when I meet women, I do think if I'm attracted to this woman or not. And then like, sometimes I'm not attracted to them. Sometimes I'm attracted to them. I don't always sit around and think like, I can't wait for them to slip up. I think that's predatory. So I would never do that. But I do think right off the back when I meet a woman, do I think she's attractive or not? Every single time I meet a woman, I think, wow, she looks good. Wow, not really my type. Every single woman that I meet, I do that with them. And but that doesn't necessarily mean that I want to sleep with them, even though I if I think that they are attractive, but I I have eyes. Like I do think that. And I but I disagree that you can't be friends with a woman because you're gonna wait for them to slip up. I that I don't agree with, but I do think that men do look at women and think if they find them attractive or not even in business settings. It's funny because we were having this conversation the other day because my girlfriend is very strong and like her husband cannot have any female friends because she feels the same way, you know, kind of, and we were talking about, it's like, who agrees, who disagrees. And, you know, we, they always look to me because I have a male best friend. And, but then, but then the thing is they always say, but that's different. And I'm like, yeah, but how you guys are saying that I'm the exception to the rule, but that this rule can't exist. And the thing is, I, you know, I do have a male best friend, but and we're definitely not trying to sleep with each other. But I think even when he first met his wife and like they had kids, she was kind of hesitant. Like, I mean, because I don't know what kind of friend you are until she realized like I was dating her brother. And then, you know, she realized. <laughs> but anyway, but, but I think, rest. you know, on both sides, there's a hesitation. Like, I mean, y'all say y'all friends, but. How do I really know? But I will say, ironically, when I started to date other guys, my friend said, he's like, you need to tell guys about me. And I'm like, why am I going to tell them about my friend? And he was like, because most guys are not going to be okay with you having a male friend. So he kind of said, he's like, I'm like the kids where you got to say it up front, like, I got this, I got this, and I got a male best friend. And I'm like, that's so weird. And then the first guy, like, I tested that on was like, yeah I'm not okay with that I was like oh wait what <laughs> he met him but I think he kind of felt the same way too he he felt like Steve he felt like I meet a lot of women but generally I'm probably am looking for kind of like you Dex like if there's an attraction and I just don't think I can really be friends I can be their acquaintances to Mina's standpoint but he didn't really feel like men and women could be friends but I think you can I think there are men that are exception to the rule kind of in the Garnett column but I do kind of agree with you I agree with both of y'all but, but, but I don't think that there's a finite 
Steve rule, like how Steve's saying it. But real quick, I have female friends though. It, like the ones that I'm friends with, is one I'm just I'm just not attracted to. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually just I just think I hate like absolutes, right? Like all men are this, all women are that. Right. Cause it's impossible. Like I've literally had like four best friends and I've slept with two of them. And I literally <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Oh, yeah, that's a wild stat, real quick. So <laughs> I'm stat. I you halfway there with Steve. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I met these guys, all of them except for one, I was not attracted to. Right. Okay. But the the one that I was attracted to, he was a hoe. So he got in the friend zone, and he's never come out. We've never slept together. He's one of my best friends. My other friend, I never was attracted to him. Never slept with him. Never nothing. He's still my friend. The other two, I was not attracted to one. I We had a lot of commonalities. We just had a lot in common. And the other one, I was never attracted to him. He had a big head. I just, mm-mm. I used to call him big head, but not in a cute way. Like, you really All got right. a big head. So the two that I slept with, little did I know that they were sitting there plying on me. And I, because they, we slept together. That's how I knew. (laughs) So the, the one, the one big, the one with the big head, I literally used to call this guy, my brother, the one with the big head wanted to be in a whole relationship after we slept together. (laughs) And I was like, you're my friend. Like this happened. And this was like a weird you know, moment of, I don't know why this happened, but we're not going to continue this. Like, I'm not attracted to you. You're my friend. That ruined the friendship because he wanted to be married and all. And I, so it, that's when I realized that he must have been plotting on me the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. and then the other one, I just, it ruined the friendship, you know? So yeah. do, do I think that men and women can be friends? Yes. But I do think that there's, there is, some men that maybe are secretly attracted to you and there's certain moments that happen where things have, you know, things just li- one thing leads to another in both of these situations, liquor was involved. And then I- afterwards, I'm like, I just messed up my friendship. But Mina, because- in, your, in your defense, because I feel like you're blaming yourself and this guy too, in your defense, maybe he wasn't plotting. Maybe you just put it on him real good and he didn't, he, <laughs> he didn't over and over. He wanted it forever. You're like, you know what? I will never forget the day after I, I, you know, I woke up and I was in college and you know how you got these little twin beds. We were Mm -hmm. scrunched up in my little (laughs) twin bed and I looked over and I was like, ew. Go go home. Go back to your dorm. Roger. It wasn't even like he was an ugly looking guy. I just did not see him that way. Like once you were in the friend zone, it doesn't matter if I initially was attracted to you you're gone like that. There's mm-hmm. there's no sexuality there for me at all. So um, I think it's too vague. And I think some men are like that. But I also think that sometimes it's really hard to maintain a male and female relationship because there's always going to be the sexual opposite sex thing unless you're gay or sexually fluid or, you know, bisexual or whatever. <laughs> so but go ahead, Steve. See, Keep you know, saying your shenanigans. They 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 brought that up because of that other guy that 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 Samuel Samuel's guy that's been going viral too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why that went viral on TikTok. 
somebody needed some more answers for Steve. <laughs> also, also with Steve Harvey, Steve has this really weird way of bonding with women by trashing men. Like that whole book and movie that he did, like he's, it's weird because these comments that he, that he makes come across like very anti-male. Right. Yeah, like he's very weird with that kind of stuff. Which I think is like the complete wrong message to send to women. But it is. Me. Don't you, you think, all, you like think all guys are dogs and they're out there to plot, plot <laughs> against you? And then you think you're supposed to be a six figure? Literally, Steve Harvey and Kevin Samuels should have a conversation because they would they're totally the opposites with this stuff. Kevin Samuels gets on my nerves. He says he, he says does. the dumbest things. Like, how you gonna tell women how to bag a six figure man when when you don't know how to bag a six figure man? You're gay. You're not gay. How would you know how to bag them? How would you know what it's like to be in a relationship with you? You don't. It we just it drives me crazy. We should get him on here. It drives me. I could reach out to him, but it drives me crazy because especially the one episode where he was talking about the girl that makes fifty thousand dollars. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That got under my skin because he was like, well, you make fifty thousand dollars. How are you going to require your man to make six figures? You if you had a woman that made six figures, she would be too busy for Kevin Samuels ego. Mm -hmm. She like a man that makes six figures. He's making money. He's making bread, right? He he normally that kind of man would want a certain attention from the woman, right? If you are too busy to give that man attention <laughs> because you make six figures, you have a very demanding job, right? It's you guys are going to do this. You're going to be missing each other. He's busy at work. You're busy at work. When do you have time? Yeah. A woman that makes $50,000, maybe she has a nine to five. Her job isn't as demanding. She has time to herself. She has time for a relationship. So it's like, right. I didn't understand his logic. Like, you I don't know. understand it because, like, what are we looking for? You know, and, and, and a lot of what he says is deeper in these relationships. Like, we shouldn't even be looking at, yes, like status and, you know, things like that are important. But, like, you're really looking at the heart and the matter of a person. Because to your point, she can make six figures. She can make mid five figures, you know, but is that going to be the right matchup for that man and that woman or whatever? I just thought it was dumb for him to say men who have six figures, like as a woman who makes $50,000, how dare you require a man who right. makes more money when you don't make that amount of money. And like what you, what, what I really got under my skin is the more money that you make, this is a fact, the more money that you make, the more time that you spend on working. Damn, we lost Shayna. Yeah. Uh, the more time that you spend on working. If you got two people who are constantly working all the time, when do you have time for one another? Yeah, but to demand anything is is a little crazy, in my opinion. To demand somebody that has to make this when you're in a situation where you've probably never even seen that. I get dreams and aspirations and things that and and things that you want. But to say that you need a man to make six figures, it's like, how? Nobody in your family made six figures. There's no six figures around you. You don't plan on making six figures. I get the time thing. I, 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 I get the time thing. But I think, you know, just from at least from the man's standpoint, we're not looking at the time thing. It's just more so what do you bring it to the table, which is fine. Everything's not going to be equal, like you're saying. But to just demand six figure uh, to, to 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 demand a six figure man to a lot of men, yeah, they not going to agree with that mindset at all. I'm with you on that. 
I just thought it was like woman bashing, you know, like a lot of the time, a lot of the time when you make that much money, if your partner makes that much money, it's going to be hard to keep that relationship together. I'm saying this from experience. If you busy and I'm busy, when are we going to align our schedules? You see a lot of artists break up because of that. You know, they Mm. say, well, we our, our schedules just didn't align or you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the times if you have a busy schedule, it is easier to maintain a relationship where you have someone that doesn't have an equally busy schedule. Most of the time, people who don't have an equally busy schedule, they're going to make less money, you know? So I I didn't understand his logic. I'm like, bro, you never boy bye. (laughs) (laughs) He just be on my nerves. So let's get into our topic. I'm a vaxi baby. Officially, officially, officially. Sorry. (laughs) I, um, I am fully vaccinated now as of three days ago. So um, I have the Pfizer shot. I got my second shot. Anybody else? I'm fully back. Which one did you get? Back to wax. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm blessed already. So I'm good. I ain't had to do none of that. I'm out here. I'm all right. I'm breathing. Don't tell me that God's going to protect you from the... Like, We're going to have a conversation offline. You Is God going to protect you from the virus? Is that what you're saying? I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good without it. I don't know what this vaccine is going to do. So unless I'm going to be forced to do it, I'm not going to do it. You don't know what the vaccine is going to do, but you do know what COVID is going to do. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, Listen, I was an anti-vaxxer until it hit home, literally home, and keeps hitting home now. And I was like, let me go in. Pop it right. in. How about you, Dex? Um, I was Garnett a little bit. Um, I did not want to get vaccinated. I would prefer not to be vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer type of person or anything like that, but it's just not ideal for me to be doing something like that. But I'm getting married in Mexico and Mexico is telling people that, you know, you as soon as you get here, you have to be COVID tested. And if you're positive, you have to sit in a, in a room for 14 days. We'll cover the room for you, but you got to sit in this room for 14 days. My wedding is two days after I land, so I can't afford that. So I got, I'm halfway vaccinated with the Moderna shot, halfway there, and I have another one at uh, next month. But like after it was done, like my arm hurt for a little bit, but like it's like whatever, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, look, if you're telling me that this is this will protect me, then I'll go for it. And if I still get the COVID stuff after this, I'll be pissed. But overall, like I'm still protecting my stuff. I'm still wearing the mask. If you guys are saying this is an extra precaution. I'll take it. Plus, my mom says she won't go to Mexico if I don't get the vaccination. So I (laughs) strong armed you. (laughs) I'm the same. I mean, I I wasn't on board at first, but now I am. I I got the second shot. I had minor reactions. The first shot, the second shot, really, I got a reaction, you know, like for a whole day. I was tired, sore. My back hurt. I, you know, my head hurt. I felt like I was pregnant. But um, I wanted to have this conversation because the CDC is now rolling out guidelines for people who are vaccinated, colleges are rolling out guidelines for what their expectations are uh, for for students to come back on campus. So with the CDC, uh, their latest guideline says that if you are vaccinated, you can now be outdoors without a mask. That's only if it's not a large event, right? So if you're at a concert, if you're, you know, there, there's a lot of people there, you're at an p- outdoor party, then yes, you have to put your mask on. But for the most part, if you're vaccinated, they're saying that you don't have to wear a mask outdoors anymore. But in, 
but indoors you do. So yeah. um, are you guys going to take off your mask now that you're vaccinated outdoors? I wear the mask because unfortunately, and kind of Dex, you alluded to it. I mean, we still have the potential to catch COVID. It's more just protecting us from, you know, being hospitalized or being very sick. So I, these COVID numbers in Philly specifically are high. I'm still wearing a mask. Y'all air, I don't know what just happened. We're coming down this street and in this area and it might still be in the air. Mm-mm, still wearing one. I just think it's like BS. And I, like the CDC has honestly been on my list, my S list since last year. Like everything they say to me is stupid. Every single thing you say is dumb to me, everything. And like, this is just enough. Like, to me, this feels like op- the opposite of how I thought they would do it. I thought they would just be like, look, if you want to do X, Y, Z, you, it's mandatory to get this. Now they're like playing it against us almost. Like they know that co- college students want to go back to campus. They know that people want to go to concerts and stuff like that. So instead of just being like, it's going to be mandatory if you do this, this, that, and the third, or we want everybody to do this, they're like, oh, well, well, you know, we're going to have you got to get the shot to come back to campus because, you know, people want to do that. Then, you know, people want to have concerts and parties. So, like, you know, you got and you know, people don't want to wear the mask. Oh, if you get the shot, you don't have to wear the mask. It's just like they're trying to, like, play us as if we're stupid. Just you want you guys want people to get vaccinated. Just say you want people to get vaccinated and don't try to do the backdoor stuff to try to get people to do it. Because guess what? If I wasn't vaccinated, that means obviously I don't care. So I'm going to go to these parties in these places with no mask on. And there's no way to tell if I'm back. There's nothing on my forehead that says Dexter's been vaccinated. Nothing. You don't know. Ding, ding, ding. That's what I was going to say. How do you differentiate who is vaccinated and right. who is not? We don't got a brand. We don't got a pin. We don't got a bracelet. We don't got a neck Nothing thing. To the card. I thought y'all got a card. What? Right? And, you know, right. And Garnett, well, think about it. Like, we also have licenses, but how many people have counterfeit licenses? And this card is literally just uh, a yeah, paper it's literally card. a piece of paper. Well, you can't go to the to a concert and have a mask off. That's the one exception to the outdoor. If you're at a sporting event, if you're at a concert, you have to keep your mask on because there's a lot of people there. They're saying you can keep your mask off if you're at a like a smaller function, if you're biking or doing dinner or lunch or whatever. So whether you're vaccinated or not, if you're around a lot of people, period, whether you're indoors or outdoors, you still have to wear a mask. But that was my thing. Like, how am I going to be able to tell the difference between who's vaccinated and who's not? Because people out here not vaccinated with no mask on indoors and outdoors. I was going to say CDC needed to give these rules out months ago to Atlanta because they've been on that wave. They haven't worn masks since this started. That's what I'm saying. So how am I supposed to know? So I'm over here standing next to somebody who ain't got the vaccine with no mask on. Hell no. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping my mask on. Y'all playing with me. I just got a text message from a friend. Uh, His name is Trey Songs. Mina, he said that he heard you say that people cannot go to sporting events without masks. He said, I can show you better than I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't show me. Do not show me. Get the hell up out of here, bro. Remember the Super Bowl? Remember the Super Bowl? Like my biggest thing about the Super Bowl, no mask. And it was a sporting event. And it was less people there. And y'all couldn't control that with these people not wearing masks. You can't control that. Like, you can't control people not having shots and being out in public. You can't control people wearing their mask or not. Like, just... Just look, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, you don't. At this point, you we kind of you kind of just got to let it go. Y'all want these arenas and stuff open. Just open them. And whatever happens, happens at this point. I think it's irresponsible, to be honest, because it's like now now you don't know who's who. 
Exactly. You just told people they could take the mask off outdoors. Garnett, Garnett gonna be out there talking about I'm vaccinated with no mask on. You're a liar. Listen, I'm gonna definitely uh, make a counterfeit of one of them cards. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna sell them. <laughs> I, I honestly don't blame people for doing that. I, if you're you are giving people, it's like a child. When 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 the parents are away, the child the child is going to play. So like, if you are allowing me to do certain things, and there's really no way for you to guarantee if I've done what you told me to do or not. I'm a cheat. I'm gonna do what I want to okay. do. And, and again, we just I think it's more irresponsible because it's like again, unfortunately or fortunately or whatever, we could be carriers. So even though I'm vaccinated, I could go to this outdoor thing. I can have COVID and be COVID positive and be completely fine because I have these added protections. And then I'm around everybody else with my mask off. Like I, that's what that's what's confusing to me. And to your point, Dex, about like the information, I'm like, well, wait a minute. You can't tell people, listen, you're vaccinated. Yes, you have these protections. But you can still catch COVID, be a carrier. But go ahead. Go. If you're vaccinated, take that mask off. No, like, it doesn't, like, let's just all stay protected. Like, no. And I, and I do want to bring up, like, the schools, like, you know, certain area schools in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, they are just requiring it. Like, if you want to come on campus, you have to have the vaccine. Well, that, and that was going to be the next thing. Like, is it fair for schools to require students to get the vaccine to be back on campus? And these are not like these are legitimate schools like Georgetown requiring their students to get this vaccine to get back on campus. And like, what are going to be the repercussions if you don't get it? What, you're not allowed to come back for the fall? Are you going to be able to do online schooling? Like, how does that work? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's similar to, you know, kind of, you know, everybody had to get the flu shot every year in order to go back to school, you know, previously. So, I mean, is it fair? No, but they've been doing stuff like this. So, I mean, it's, it, it I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm happy, but having the online, I guess, stuff for so long, Zoom calls and stuff, it does give people another option that don't, but still, you know, if they, if they still can take that as an option, I can still, still get my degree without having to get that. You know, if I feel that passionately and deeply about it to still have that option is pretty good. I don't know if they have the option. That was yeah, my question. Yeah. I think they're going to say, I think the one school that was in Pennsylvania, they are going to have the option, but again, it's so new that every school might not be that way because that is their thing. They were like, we didn't think long and hard about it. It was like, if you come back on campus, this is what, if you want this experience, this is what you got to do. You are more than welcome to finish it online, but you're not coming back on campus unless you have that. But again, every school might not be like that. If they're a large school, small school, just kind of based on how they're made up and and what kind of technology they have. I kind of at first was like, even though I'm vaccinated, I thought like, oh, that's kind of unfair. But then I did remember the many years ago I went to college. I'm like, wait, I think I had to have like certain shots and stuff like that anyway. Like, I think it was like, oh, you hadn't had this and now you're 18. You got had this. You had that. So I'm like, so I guess in a sense, they kind this is a new vaccine, but they kind of do do that to you anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It reminds me of the HPV shot. Remember when it used to be like optional? Now it's like they give it to everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> little boy right? right. Like, I, I think there are there are more pressing things than the coronavirus shot for schools too. They be you be on campus. They make you get a meal plan. They make they make you pay for technology fees and all that kind of stuff like that. There are things that are way less strenuous than a corona shot that they force you into on a college campus. So if the only thing they're asking you to do now is to get a shot. Just get that damn shot. 
<laughs> Get their I, shot so you can take some shots in college in person. <laughs> you, you, need need shot you need to be smoke with it. Get that shot so you can take them shots. Because I couldn't imagine still staying at my parents. Could you imagine being a college student and staying at your parents' house? You grad you're 18 years old. You've graduated high school. You're sitting in your parents' house in your same room decorated with Toy Story in the back that you've brought, like that you've lived <laughs> in you like, all your that. life. And like that's how you're doing college. Shoot me in the face! I'm going to <laughs> campus. Like I'm not doing this. Lena, you may have to blank out that slogan because they might be able to use that to promo. That's a good slogan <laughs> right there. You need cash for it. <laughs> take your shot to take a shot. Listen, if you put it that way, take me. Give me all the shots. <laughs> give me all the shots. People are gonna be t- having multiple COVID shots. Give me them <laughs> right now, today. <laughs> yeah, but back to your point, Dex. I feel like it's a big marketing campaign now. Disgusting. You know, to try to get people to do this, like, and then people, people just, yo. At this point, there's some people that just don't even have a reason for why they don't want to take the shot. They just yeah. want to go against the grain. It's just like they don't want to be told. Yeah, you don't have a good reason. You just don't want to be told what to do. I, I do. No, it's, <laughs> you don't I, have, I a, good have a choice. You, you got to, we didn't have a choice at all before. I just have a choice. I have an option. What do, you know, what do I want to take into my body? Everybody's so worried about, I guess, diet or things like that, but you're not worried about medicine. You're not worried Barnett. about- You're definitely not worried research. about what you put into with your body. Zero research. With zero research, though, with zero research, it just Ga- starts- Garnett, to- you going raw into these chicks? You don't know where these chicks have been. I'm not going you raw smoke- into any of these <laughs> You smoking weed? You drinking 99 bananas? There is there is poison. There is rat there is rat poisoning in the weed you smoking. You don't even know it. What are you talking about? So, so so you maybe even prove my point is though, if none, if none, if I'm bypassing all of that, what do I need this for? Because COVID ain't like none of that, honey. No, I, I do think you have an accurate point of not knowing fully what you're putting in your body. I, I am 100% positive. I did not fully know what was going in my, I don't know what went into my body. But you go and get a cheesesteak from the corner store. But, hey, I, hey, will, you know I literally will go, but literally I will go to make, I went to McDonald's for years and I would drink a shamrock milkshake. I will tell you, I stopped drinking them when I realized that a milkshake had 50 ingredients in it. But most people are not looking up what is in a McDonald's meal. Did most people are not looking up what's at the corner store at Steak 84, wherever we went. You're not, you didn't look at that. You don't know. You don't care what you put in your body. My, my exact point, it sounds stupid to me. These people that are like, oh, well, I'm worried what I put in my body. You ate an edible last week. You don't know what they put in the edible. You made them. Like, <laughs> guys, unless you made it, you don't know what's in that damn edible. Yeah. It, dri- it drives me crazy. Y'all ain't yeah. all healthy like that. Y'all putting other poisons in your body, <laughs> and you worried about the vaccine that's going to keep you from- The edible is a good point, too. Yeah, up, like, just to point out, you don't know. Like, I am allergic to aspartame. I can't have any artificial sweeteners. And I was in Vegas, you know, whenever. And somebody said, oh, it's a vegan edible. And so I took it. And I was like, you know, enjoying myself. And then instantly I get the same headache. I get, no, like I get migraines from the aspartame. And I said, yo, what was in it? And they kept saying it was vegan. It was vegan. I'm like, but what was in it? 
And she says sugar free. And then I knew. But again, I took it not knowing what was in it, not knowing that that freaking aspartame could kill me. I mean, even lower than that, like an edible, I think is kind of extreme. And I think even fast food is extreme because like you don't have to do that. But people wake up every morning and put deodorant on and brush their teeth. Yeah, my my point. So Garnett. I, I don't go get that shot. I don't get, I don't, it doesn't we're, make sense. Be together, we're both making great points right now. You're making like, great, great points. You are not making great no, points. I mean, you're, you're actually agreeing with me. I agree time. with you that you don't know what you're putting in your body, but I also know that you know that you don't care that you what you put in your body. That's what I'm saying. You can't care half the time. Oh, I'm I a kid. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't. No, you can't. People have choices on what they want to care about every day, all day. You don't have my body, my choice. See, look, exactly my point. You, you don't have to. We now have a choice. We have an option. That's it. Garnett, all I'm saying is stop t- putting these fuck things into your body and then actually put something into your body that's going to potentially help you in the future. You on raw dog. You don't know where that vagina's been. You don't know. Like, you don't know what's been in there, what's been out, how many dudes, what they had. Did they have HPV? You don't know none of that. Good point, Mina, now that you bring it up. As many, and I'm not saying you, Garnett, but as many people that just out here swimming in thing and y'all talking about no nah, i'm not getting that vaccine right i don't know what's in it yeah but you, you eat vagina you don't know what's you, in you that bacteria so 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 everybody on here is talking like they never had raw sex before i'm okay. saying when okay. you think about it no okay so you can't say half the time i only care half the time sir no. you're I've mi- never done sir. that i've never done that sir you're missing wow. the point wow. See, you're missing oh the God. point i i will put a raw penis in my vagina but i'm not gonna put the vaccine in like cause that makes no sense <laughs> that makes no sense like i'm putting stuff into my body i don't know where he been how many oh, women he been HR where that penis HR. been and you have no clue what this is exactly so that's what no i'm clue. saying if you're going to do this, do this. But I don't understand people who are like, well, I'm not going to put it because I don't want to put it in my body. Well, you putting all these other things in your body that you, you don't survived know it about. I'm good. I didn't survive everything. That's why we talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. <laughs> all right, well, you're entitled to your decision, but I, every time I'm around you, I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> That's double fine. up. We got double up. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for watching and listening to the Vita's House podcast. In the words of Dex, get your shot to take a shot. (laughs) I just want to add Tory Lanez did the same thing. He said, I personally do not want to take the vaccine. And then um, someone said, I personally. No, he said, I personally don't think it's a good idea to take the vaccine. Someone said, I personally don't think it's a good idea to shoot women. <laughs> yeah, I think for Tory Lanez, the slogan should be get the shot and then admit to the shot. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you did the shot, man. You on one today, Dex. All right. I'm I'm going to wait for the cash app later. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, wait on that in Jamaica. <laughs> Listen, at least buy me a Jamaican meal, okay? Some jerk <laughs> chicken, all right? And some rice and peas, okay? 
Send me a little fifteen dollars. <laughs> it's Savita's hot. Oh, by the way, you can cash at me. Dollar sign M I N A L L O N A. Okay, for my birthday. <laughs> I mean to say what? Checking a bit. Arnett Briscoe. Dex halfway vaccinated. Stucky. It's the hundred and seventy fifth episode of the Vita's House podcast. Bye, guys.